Thank you for tuning in to Here's the Deal. You are in for a treat today because I am sitting down with my friend, Julie Davey, and we are talking about gut health and why it is so important to pay attention to no matter what your goals are. So Julie is a wife and a mom to teenage twins, and she also is a nurse practitioner and natural health educator with over 20 years experience in healthcare. In 2013, Julie became interested in a more holistic approach to wellness. She began educating others on the power of food and natural medicine to heal the body. Today, Julie owns a virtual consulting business, helping clients to get to the root cause of their symptoms through innovative clinical testing. And this is one of the things that we talk about today. She is so passionate about gut health and is the co-founder of Mastering GI Mapping, a course teaching medical practitioners how to incorporate the GI map test into their practice. She takes a holistic approach to healing the issues uncovered through proper testing in order to restore energy, mental clarity, promote better sleep, better skin, better immunity, weight loss, and so much more. Julie is also the founder and co-owner of Natural Shift, a lifestyle brand that helps women upgrade their habits. She also has her own podcast called Take the Upgrade, which allows her to share this message with the masses, which we are also doing today. So in this episode, as I mentioned, we are talking about gut health and why and how if your gut isn't healthy, you not only are you not going to feel your best, you're going to have a very hard time reaching your goals. Whether your goal is athletic performance or you have a physique goal or you simply just want to feel good, you have got to take control of your gut health. Um, Julie explains to us the gut-brain connection, which we have talked about in some other episodes, but we dive a little deeper into it now. And I also asked her about leaky gut and SIBO, if she could differentiate the two and are these in fact real things? Because oftentimes traditional medical practitioners, they don't recognize these as, as issues. So this is another reminder to test, don't guess, and always take ownership of your health. Look for Julie on Instagram. Her handle is Julie Davy NP. And you can also find her on her website, juliedavy.com. I have got links to all of this in the show notes. So please enjoy. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, everyone, welcome back to the show. I am so excited today because I am talking with my friend, Julie Davey, and we are going to be talking about all things gut health. I I think that gut health is a bit of a buzzword, but rightfully so. Like this is, I don't know if there's anything more important that we could be focused on right now. What What's your take on that, Julie? Oh my goodness. I could not agree more. First of all, Kylie, let me just say thank you so much for having me on today. I this is my favorite thing to talk about, and I'm super excited to be here. So um, gut health, yeah, everything really points back to the gut. If you look at the data and you look at the research and, you know, there's more coming, of course, um, it's already showing us that 
I like to say the gut is the gateway to health. So basically, if you if your gut health is out of balance and, you know, is not where it needs to be, your overall wellness is not going to be where you want it to be. You're going to have a really hard time reaching your goals no matter what they are, you know, even fitness goals, which obviously you're big in, in the fitness world. And um, that's the thing that, you know, I see people coming to me that can't lose those last 10 pounds or they're doing everything right, it seems, but they still aren't getting the results that they want. So absolutely. And even beyond the physical, like our mental health is connected to our gut. Oh my goodness. Yes. So do you want to dive into that for a second? Yeah, I think <laughs> Mental Health Awareness Month. Why not? <laughs> okay, absolutely. So the, there's a huge gut-brain connection. I'm sure you probably have heard that before. Um, so think about things like anxiety and depression. You know, there are studies that are showing that there are actually positive effects on our emotional wellness through having good gut health. And there are certain bacteria that are linked to mental health and emotional illnesses. So certain, you know, specific bacteria that are causing emotional issues and mental health issues, which is really, really interesting to me. I know we're going to talk a little bit about testing, but that's a nut, that's one reason that I love to test and not guess. I know we've all heard that before, but researchers are also finding evidence that um, irritation in the gastrointestinal system sends signals to our brain that trigger mood changes, which is really, really interesting. So again, you know, it, there's just that huge connection there between the gut and the brain. And I think we, we can't ignore it, right? If you're, you know, one of the symptoms that I see a lot, um, in women that I work with is mood swings is very common. Mm -hmm. um, it, mood swings is actually very common if you have a pathogen called H. pylori, which most everybody's heard of these days. Um, also, I see a lot of anxiety mm -hmm. um, and, you know, a lot of things like not being able to sleep well, having brain fog, lack of focus. I mean, all of that, you have to look at the gut. You do. And what kills me too, I'm sure you see this. I'm sure our demographics are very similar, um, is a lot of women think that first off, this is normal. They don't realize how great they can feel. And it's just like a part of turning 40. And I'm like, no. Oh my goodness. You're it, it. This is so funny. I just actually, before we hopped on here, I just was doing an Instagram story on that on most people don't know how good they actually can feel. They have accepted a symptom or a diagnosis and just said, you know, well, I guess this is just the way I am. This, this is one. I'll give you an example. I hear this all the time. Well, you know, I, I mean, I only go to the bathroom like twice a week, but that's normal for me. I'm like, that is not normal for no. anyone period, hands down, not normal. You know, we start to sort of rationalize or normalize the abnormal, mm -hmm. I think is what happens. And I mean, I see that all the time. So you're absolutely correct. You know, my listeners have heard this story several times, so I'll keep it short, but my husband has celiac, straight up has celiacs, has had it clearly his entire life, did not get diagnosed for sure until he was probably 37 or so thought his entire life that everybody felt bloated after they had pizza, after they ate a sandwich and it was normal to be constipated. It, like it just breaks my heart so bad to know that people are suffering like this, not understanding how great they could feel. 
Oh, yes. absolutely. So, so here's, here's what I, I personally uh, have questions about, not for myself, but for the general public. What is the difference between, and are these even real things, a leaky gut, um, SIBO, I guess those are my two main things, leaky gut and SIBO, same thing, different thing, real things. Definitely real things. And, you know, I'm so glad that you said that because the traditional medical world will not recognize that leaky gut is a thing. I mean, they don't recognize that as a term. Now, I think we're moving in the right direction because the actual medical term for that is intestinal permeability, you know, and so there is some, uh, you know, recognition around the fact that that can happen. But in terms of like just leaky gut, you'll never hear somebody who just does traditional medicine or a traditional medical doctor say, oh, you have leaky gut. At least not now. I mean, hopefully we're, you know, we're moving, you know, uh, moving to um, a better place with that. And and, right, exactly. And, you know, I was, I was in, we talked about this before we started recording. I was in traditional medicine for gosh, over 15 years before I really started taking more of a holistic approach because I was seeing so much death disease that was preventable. I mean, just stuff that, I would go in and I primarily worked cardiovascular medicine and I would go in and talk to a patient about their cholesterol. And I would say, I would do like 15 minutes of education on these are the things that we can do to help you improve your cholesterol, but also avoid a medication. And I cannot tell you how many times, probably nine times out of 10, a patient would look at me and say, oh, just give me the pill. And I would just like, it was exhausting. Like literally I would be so exhausted. I was like, I can't do this anymore. I'm clearly not, you know, I I felt like I was being called to help maybe a different, um, a different patient demographic, you know? Um, and so anyway, not to get off on a tangent, but I just wanted to say that. Um, now, so let's go back to leaky gut for a minute. So Leaky gut is something that happens when the junctions in the layer of our uh, gut and digestive tract. So there, there are, there's kind of a matrix there and there are these tight junctions. They should be tight Mm -hmm. to prevent things like food particles, bacteria, toxins from leaking out of the gut into the bloodstream. We, we don't want that to happen. Now, what we do want to happen is we want minerals and nutrients from our food to, you know, sort of seep out into the bloodstream. So that's what we do want. And, and those little tiny particles like that can, can kind of get through. We're talking about like bigger food particles and um, again, toxins and bacteria that we don't want to leak through. So when you have leaky gut, those junctions are no longer tight. There are holes in them, cracks in them. And then when these part food particles, toxins, bacteria start to get out into the bloodstream, it causes this massive inflammation in the body. Mm-hmm. And that often leads to autoimmune disorders. I mean, that's a very, because the body starts to attack itself. It starts to see those things as foreign yeah. objects. And then it's like, whoa, what's going on? And it's really sort of a protective mechanism that the body does to try and again, protect itself. Mm-hmm. Um, now I will say this, I believe along with a, you know a lot of other practitioners that most everyone, unless you have just been through a gut healing protocol most everyone has some degree of leaky gut. And the reason is 
I mean, it's the world we live in. You know, we could, you can get leaky gut from things like environmental toxins from certainly food. I mean, think about the standard American diet. It's so funny to me that the acronym for that is sad because it's it's not a coincidence. (laughs) No, no, you're absolutely right. It's not a coincidence because it is sad. It's full of sugar, processed foods, inflammatory oils. Mm -hmm. I mean, just horrible things for our body. So, you know, and, and whether, you know, whether you eat really healthy now or not guaranteed at one point in your life, you probably were eating some things on the standard American diet. Maybe you still do, but that, you know, that can certainly cause leaky gut medications like antibiotics, um, stress. And I know we're going to probably talk a little bit about stress, but stress can cause leaky gut. Mm -hmm. So there, you know, there are pathogens. I mean, there are tons of different things. So if you think about all of these things that can cause it, most everyone has some degree of it again, unless they've just gone through a gut healing protocol, it could be very mild Mm -hmm. all the way up to severe. Mm -hmm. So leaky gut is certainly, certainly a thing. Now, SIBO, is also real. So small intestinal bacterial overgrowth is what SIBO stands for. And, you know, most, here's the thing, most of the time, if you have SIBO, you know, from pathogens, you have leaky gut. So I kind of just go hand in hand, pretty much. Can you really distinguish the symptoms you know, one versus the other, probably not. I mean, they kind of overlap a lot. It's your, you know, typical gas bloating. I mean, that's really big with SIBO. Um, I mean, and leaky gut, honestly, Um, you know, constipation, um, you know, other extra digestive manifestations like brain fog, um, a poor immune system, excessive fatigue, joint pain. I mean, all of those things for sure. So I hope that that maybe answered. Yes, no, it totally does. And I'd like to touch on to the autoimmune aspect of this, because what's really interesting, Julie is, so I've been running my program for, you know, five years now and every single round I've got more women with Hashimoto's more and more women, every single round with Hashimoto's and, um, it's, this is one of the reasons, right? Oh yes, absolutely. It's so (laughs) funny when you said that I, the, the thing that immediately before you even said, um, Hashimoto's that popped into my head was I have a colleague who, um, we have worked together for, I don't know, probably over 10 years at least. Um, and she does GI map testing as well. And so we share, you know, we collaborate a lot, you know, and we share, um, different sort of case studies that, you know, patients that we, that we see. And so she was just telling me recently about a um, female patient that she had who had horrible candida, um, and had Hashimoto's and she had some other stuff too. I don't remember exactly right now on her GI map, but everything she, you know, she went through the protocol, healed everything and her Hashimoto's went away. She was completely healed. Like, (laughs) I mean, it's like, when you see things like that, you can't deny, you, you can't deny the impact that the gut has on overall health, you know? Absolutely. You can't. And this is why too, in my field, when someone is coming to me and they're quote unquote, doing all the things like you've already mentioned, and it's not working. This is where we have got to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. because the stress, if it's the stress, it's causing the gut stuff and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So 
yeah, I, I do feel like this is the way for everyone to truly heal themselves and feel the best and feel your best. And then you will look your best. Oh, absolutely. Cause it has to start on the inside. Yep. You know, we can, we want to do, and I mean, look, I get it. I, I mean, look, I'm an Enneagram three and I know you are as well, which I'm so, that makes me so happy that we have that in common. But as a three, I mean, I'm, I'm just being honest. I want to look good. I mean, I want, you know, I've, and for years and years, you know, I went to the gym to that, like, that was my main motivation, you know, because I, you know, I want to look nice and, you know, be fit and tone and all the things. Right. But the thing is, if you're not working from the inside first, you know, you're going to probably get some results. Sure. But you're, you're not going to get the best results and really where you want to be. And, and that's kind of, you know, I know we really haven't um, touched on it, but the reason that I started doing this is because I had horrible gut issues for over 20 years. And yes, it was, I mean, it started when I was um, probably in my late teens, early twenties. And I'm, how old am I? I'm like, how old am I? Um, yeah, I know. I'm out in July. I will be 46. And okay. so this was what, four, three to four years ago that I discovered the GI map test and tested myself. And oh my goodness, I like for, for anybody that knew me or that saw, you know, things that I, let's say put on Instagram or, or in anything, I'm probably one of the healthiest people that like most of my friends knew, you know, I mean, and so when I got the test results back, I had two parasites, I had H. pylori, I had almost a non-existent immune system, I wasn't digesting fat properly, I had inflammation, dysbiosis, I mean, like it was insane, and it was really almost overwhelming, like I got the results, and I was just like exhausted just from hearing everything that was wrong with me, (laughs) you know. This is so interesting. Um, same thing to look at me on the vision of health, yep. but I too have done the GI test and I too had all those things going on. So you just don't like, you might think you're hitting your macros and you're lifting and all that. But if you were experiencing any of these things, you're not, you're not as healthy as you think you are. There's always going to be something Well, and to that point, I have to talk about the people that would rather have a pill because another thing that I talk a lot about is ownership. Like let's own our wellness. Let's own feeling the best that we can. That is not by taking a pill that might or might not work and is a band-aid, right? Oh my goodness. How many, that's just the thing. I mean, how many times do we give band-aids for mm-hmm. we're all we're doing is treating symptoms. We're right. never getting to the root of the problem. So therefore things are never going to heal the way that they should and bring you into your high state of wellness. Mm-hmm. If you're just even, even I talk a lot about this too, even if you're doing healthy band-aids, I mean, honestly, that's what I did yeah. before I discovered this test because you know, you're trying to figure out what's wrong with you and you want to do all the healthy things. So I was just doing healthy band-aids that certainly helped, but I knew something was still wrong. Yep. And, you know, I, I thank the Lord discovered this test and that just changed everything for me. You know, once I, I was able to heal my gut, then I was like, I have to help <laughs> other people do this because you know how it is, Kylie, you know, when you feel amazing, like that is priceless and you want to help other people feel that way. 
You do. It, I mean, that is why we do what we do. It's like you too can have this and it's really not that hard mm-hmm. so long as you own it, own your journey. Well, I feel like we should talk about this now. I feel like we, we need to talk about the GI mapping. I call it the poop test. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, that is definitely, you know, a lot of people ask me like, they'll, they'll kind of see something about the test and they're like, well, how do I do this? I'm like, well, you know, you, you poop in a little cup. It's basically like a food container is what it looks like. It's kind of disgusting and it it really is disgusting, but Hey, it's totally worth it. It's totally worth it. So it is an at home stool test. Now, you know, I know we were discussing a little bit, um, again, before we started recording about there, there are other tests out there. You know, there are other stool tests out there. This particular one, you can only, you can't just go online and purchase. You have to have a practitioner order for you. And there's a reason for that. So if, first of all, you want the, the test that is the most specific, the most sensitive will give you the best results. And hands down, I've done the research. This is the test. But let's say you took another stool test out there that you were able to just order and get, you know, in your home then what are you going to do with the results? You don't have anybody to guide you and help you create a protocol to heal your gut. So that's why I think the company uh, Diagnostic Solutions, they're the only company that offers this test. I believe that that's why they set it up this way. You can, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to have a practitioner order it because it's so complex. You want somebody to explain the results to you. I mean, when I do a consult and explain the results and go over the protocol, it takes an hour Um, and it's all done virtually. So it's very easy. But the thing is, you know, you, it's your health. Like you said, take ownership, um, be proactive. And you want to work with somebody who is going to take the time to explain. I mean, in traditional medicine, my gosh, what happens? You get like five minutes with you know, the provider, the doctor that you go in and see, and you leave a lot of times with unanswered questions and you don't really know what they said about your health, you know, or they just said, here, take this pill. And you didn't really understand what was going on, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just think that, that that's so important, but, um, talking about, um, I'll go into just a little bit more detail about what all the tests will show us. Mm -hmm. So this test will show us, any pathogens that you have. So it tests for a whole list host of bacterial pathogens, viruses, candida, parasites, worms, like all the gross things you don't want to think about, but that are so, so common. Yep. Um, also it tells us if you have inflammation, um, if you have good digestive enzymes, like, are you digesting food properly? Are you digesting and absorbing fat properly? Is your liver detoxing properly? Do you possibly have too much circulating estrogen? Um, also what your immune system looks like, because that's key to your overall health, obviously, and hugely related to gut health. So those are, those are the primary things that we get to kind of glean from this test. Um, and so I just, you know, for anybody who has digestive issues, certainly, but then, you know, sometimes people don't think about all these other things that they have that could be related to their gut and they would benefit from testing. So things like, you know, can't maintain a healthy weight, you know, can't lose the last 10 pounds. Um, you're fatigued all the time. You can't sleep. You have a low immune system. Um, you have brain fog, you have joint pain, you have skin breakouts, all of that. You need to look at the gut. 
So there's literally nobody that would not benefit from this test in my right. Opinion. I was just thinking, um, I feel like everybody should do this, even if so. My big thing now is I just want to optimize, you know, at, now that we're in our 40s. I, it's my goal to just keep feeling my best every single year as we get to those other milestones, 50 and 60. And I'm thinking it's honestly probably time for me to do this. I'm not experiencing any symptoms right now, but why not stay on top of it? Because there's nothing else that will give you this information, right? No, absolutely not. And, and to your point, that's the one thing that I tell people, you know, a lot of times. So when I test someone, most of the time it's because they're having an issue, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, they've just learned about the test. So after I test them, we retest after the protocol to make sure we've rebalanced everything and killed the pathogens. Mm-hmm. And then the, the common question is, well, how often do I need to do this? Mm-hmm. We recommend every one to two years for prevention. Like you said, anything yeah. can change in the gut. We're constantly exposed to different things. So you're a hundred percent right. If you want to optimize your health, mm-hmm. then Absolutely. And two, it helps to customize things like supplements that you take. I mean, it can really help to kind of tweak and customize there. Well, and I don't want to make this about me, but again, to show people, you know, someone looks like they're healthy. I didn't realize I had like zero stomach acid. So I had to get on the HCL um, supplements and the oil of oregano to help. This was after the killing phase. So is that how it goes? There's a kill phase, something else and something else. Can you explain those three parts? Yes. Yes, absolutely. So there, so when we look at the test, um, you know, and this is a lot of people will say, well, what can I use to treat H. pylori? You know, and I could list off, uh, you know, all of the supplements that you could use and all of my protocols are natural because if you use antibiotics to treat H. pylori, then you're back at square one, basically, because <laughs> you wiped out all your good bacteria, you know? Yeah. And, and so, um, yes, yeah, so the kill phase, so we kill pathogens. Um, then we also re-inoculate the gut with, you know, healthy probiotics. I typically do things like um, a leaky gut protocol during, during the entire protocol, because we can work on healing those junctions that we talked about with leaky gut the whole time. Um, And then also rebalancing everything. And a lot of that, you know, this is where things like sleep and stress come in, you know, rebalancing everything that affects the gut, so to speak. So yeah, so there's definitely different components. Um, Sometimes we need to boost the immune system in the first 30 days of the protocol, because we can tell if your immune system is strong. And if it's not, I'm going to give you things to boost it because we're going to have more of a a better chance to kill off the pathogens if our immune system is working better. Absolutely. So I, I have to point out something as well. Sleep and stress are lifestyle factors. And I try and really drive home the fact that these things that people are, oh yeah, sleep, I'll sleep later. No, sleep and stress management, these are paramount for you feeling your best and dealing with things like gut issues. If you are, if you do have Hashimoto's, like lifestyle factors are just as important as any supplement that you would prescribe to anyone, right? Oh my goodness. Absolutely. And you know what? We might even argue that, gosh, they might even be more important because here's the thing, stress. One thing that we know from research is that stress can weaken the intestinal barrier and allow gut bacteria to enter the body. So again, that leaky gut picture, you know, 
stress, I see so many clients who I can, and the funny thing is I can tell immediately when I start working with someone, those clients who, you know, message me constantly about, which is fine. And I'm happy to answer any questions about things like um, things with the protocol. I can like, I can feel their stress coming through their messages, you know? And so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm giving things during the protocol also that help to manage stress. And, you know, we talk a lot about things that you can do for stress management, but I'm always saying to those people, a lot of your gut issues are from this stress. So we've got to do whatever we can to take that, you know, head on and manage it because I can give you all the supplements in the world and they're going to help. But if we don't get this stress under control, we're not going to get you to where you need to be. Yes. And like, I don't even know, I don't know how to emphasize that more. Like we are creating this for ourselves. I'm not saying it's anyone's fault, but I am saying we have control over it. So I, and when I talk about stress management, um, I'm always talking about, you know, going to therapy, making sure you have time for that journaling and sleeping and spending time outside. And I feel like people think those are just softballs that I'm throwing to them. Like, no, those are the heavy hitters. What else do you recommend for stress management? Yeah. I mean, I think you, let's see, you probably hit the the most common that I recommend as well. Um, I also, I know you talk a lot about mindset and mm-hmm. that is a huge, you know, piece to, um, controlling your stress. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing I utilize a lot of, um, essential oils to help with stress management. So that's always a part of my protocol. I've seen those make a huge impact in my life. And, um, so I definitely recommend that, but you know, you are a hundred percent, right. Stress is something that everybody, and I used to do this too. I mean, look, we're threes. We want to work all the time and we want to achieve and we want to accomplish. And we just want to keep going and going and going. And it's like, okay, I have to take a look at this because stress was a part of my gut issue too. You know, I realized that, um, as I was going through and, you know, figuring things out and it, but we dismiss it. We go, Oh, well, everybody is under stress. I mean, okay. Everybody is not under, you know, sure. We live in a stressful world and there's always that, you know, can be that kind of, you know, small level, but that's not what we're talking about here. I mean, we're talking about, you know, the everyday stress that is just impacting your health in such a negative way. Mm -hmm. And you're right. You know, Kylie, I think that as people in the wellness space, it's our job to really bring more awareness around this. I think that's the key because I think it's that people just don't understand how truly important it is. Mm-hmm. I agree. So that's why we're out here. I mean, that's why we're having this conversation today and you and I both do what we do. And I bet, like you said, when you were in Western medicine, you couldn't do that in the 15 minutes, the generous 15 minutes that you possibly had with the patients. Oh my goodness. Do you think that stress was, I mean, honestly, that wasn't even something that like in school that we were even taught to, you know, as a nurse practitioner, we're, we're very, we try to really educate. That's a big part of our role is educating patients. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, when you, as a nurse practitioner, when you work with a physician, that really is 
an even bigger part of your role because the physicians don't, I don't want to say they don't take time, but a lot, they don't have time. I mean, their schedule, you know, I hate to put it that way, but honestly, that's just really the truth of the matter. If you've ever worked in a practice, like, you know, people that do that, no, like you're like from room to room to room and you're, and it's just unfortunate that that's the way that our medical system is. But stress was not something that we were even taught, you know, was super important that we needed to really talk to patients about, you know, and certainly, you know, as time went on and I learned more about it, I would, you know, mention things to patients, but no, I didn't have the time to sit there and really talk about all the ways that they could manage their stress. And quite honestly, if I did mention that, it was kind of like they looked at me like I was crazy, you know, like. I'm sure, I'm sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, again, I don't want to generalize, but since you're in Georgia, right? I mean, it's just, it's just different than you're, if you were in like a Boulder, Colorado, like what I'm close to, you're like, wait, what? Breathe? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Breath work? Yes. And that, and that, yes, absolutely. You're so right. And that's, that's a big part of the reason that I left traditional medicine. Mm -hmm. You know, I live in the deep South. I mean, Mm -hmm. everybody eats fried food and (laughs) oh my gosh. (laughs) I mean, you know, and, and, you know, most people are overweight and they don't like this stuff is like woo woo to them still, you know, unfortunately. And, you know, so I just took a different path. (laughs) I think it's so great. And you know what, Julie, this is honestly what I steer everyone towards. What stinks the most for me is when someone, they have to go to someone like in their network. And I understand we can't all afford everything. And I don't want to be flippant about people's like money, because I do understand it is an investment when you go to a more holistic practitioner. My goodness. If you can make it work, I do think it's so, so worth it. Don't you? Absolutely. And you know what, in what often happens, it seems like a huge, and I'm not saying that it's not like a huge investment. I mean, shoot. I remember when I went through the uh, functional medicine provider that I worked with before I started offering the test, I was like, wow, this costs a lot of money. But uh, you know, I was like, obviously invested and, you know, wanted to improve my health and knew that I had an issue. But the thing is, um, I think when people have been searching for answers for so long, if they look back at the money that they've spent, oh my goodness, it's like much more than what they will spend. Or maybe, you know, if they had have decided to do it sooner, go ahead and spend on, you know, some functional medicine testing and working with somebody that to me is the biggest difference when you work with somebody in you know, the holistic realm or functional medicine realm, they're going to spend time with you and talk to you and explain everything to you. I mean, and, and maybe it's because they have more time, you know, whatever the case is, I promise you the, the patient experience is going to be so much better. So worth it. Well, you know, I um, recently had a gal on the podcast, Joy, who found out that she had Graves disease. And of course, Kaiser, Kaiser's big out here, couldn't do anything for her, Um, but she would not accept that. And so she started working with the naturopath and she's, she's healing herself. And she says everything that you just said, I mean, it's just so worth it. And one of my own personal experiences, I don't mean to bash Western medicine. It serves a purpose, of course. Absolutely. The last time I went to the doctor, which I'm not going to tell you how, when that was, um, (laughs) (laughs) 
I found out I have a fatty liver and they're like, well, tell us about your diet and tell us about this. I'm like, so, I mean, here's my stuff. Mm -hmm. Of course. Well, okay. Then I had to go get like an x-ray on my gallbladder. Nothing showed up. And so I'm like, okay, so I have this fatty liver and I don't know what to do about it. So thanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) There are so many diagnoses like that, that it's like, okay, well, this is what you have. Um, yeah, well, this is, this is what I love. Just keep doing what you're doing. I'm like, what? That's just as bad as well. Just eat less and exercise more. (laughs) Yeah. And that's a common one, right? Oh my my gosh, Julie. Well, okay. Let's say someone's listening right now. I'm like, oh my gosh, I've got to do this. How do they work with you? How can we get a hold of you? Absolutely. So, um, you can go to my website, which is just Julie Davey, D-A-V-E-Y.com. And I have different packages on there. I have a GI map testing package. And then I also have one that incorporates food sensitivity testing because a lot of people want to do those together. It it does give you a lot more information on customization of um, the diet. So Mm -hmm. I do, um, I like to do those together. Um, And then also I have um, wellness coaching. I have a nutritional coaching program. So all of that information is on my website. I hang out primarily on Instagram and my Instagram account is Julie Davy NP. Um, so yeah, I would, um, love to have a conversation, um, with anyone that has questions about this, just reach out to me. Yeah, this is, this is the way I really do feel this is the way, um, that this would be self-care. Like everyone talks about self-care. If you're going and getting pedicures every month, let's, Maybe we could ration some of that money off to a GI test in a session with Julie, because it's going to be so worth it for you to feel your best. Yeah, absolutely. I love that you said that. I love that you said it's self-care because you are a thousand percent. I agree with that. You are correct. It is self-care. One last question, since we didn't really get to talk about it. The food sensitivity test, what is that like? How does one, how does that administered? Yeah. So, um, I use a food sensitivity test that looks at, um, IgG. So your antibodies, um, it tests for 109, I believe, um, different foods. It also tests for candida and it's a blood test, but it's a, it's basically a finger prick. It's called a dried blood spot analysis. So it's basically a finger prick that you do. Um, you put little blood drops on a little card and send it back in. So it's super simple done right at home as well. Easy, easy breezy. Yep, easy. That's exactly right. <laughs> well, I will make sure that everyone knows how to get a hold of you because I am sure we sparked some interest today. Um, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. This was amazing. We could talk all day, I know, but uh, yeah, we could yeah. totally talk. <laughs> do another one. <laughs> That's right, exactly. Thank you for having me on. This was so fun. Yes, my pleasure. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye. Bye.